Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. We have another new moon eclipse rewilding astrology conversation for you. I suppose it's more like a workshop. Like these are, to me, they're not just here's the astrology, it's practices, it's the energetics of it, it's invitations to dive deeper, to go within. Um, I'm loving these conversations and just wanna say thank you all for the feedback on them, the comments on the YouTube video, and also y'all here on the podcast. So this is a podcast-specific intro. I love our podcast community. There's like this, um, there's a different vibe to it. There's this, I don't know, like I feel like we've been together longer or um, we just hang out in a different way. There's just a different energy to it. And I want to say I appreciate you. And I want to say thank you also for all of your reviews on the podcast lately. I really... Um, just am in deep gratitude and awe of the things that are being said. And it's just kind of a way to help us share in the greater podcast world. So if you haven't left a review and you feel to, we would love it. I would personally love it. I read all of them. I go on the different platforms and read everything that's been left as many places as I can find them. (laughs) So thank you all for that. I just really appreciate it. Something that I always love doing in our audio podcasts versus the main content on YouTube is share something extra. The one thing that I forgot to share in the main content is I did a pop-up live in our Facebook group last week. Remember the podcast where we talked about the relationship evolution from codependent to independent to interdependent? I did a podcast live in the group like three days ago, so maybe a week before this new moon on April 30th, and I haven't published it anywhere. It's not gone anywhere. I don't think it's going to be a podcast. It's nowhere public except in our Sabrina Lynn Rewilding Facebook group. It was so much fun to go live again. If you have been around for a while, our podcast here, this show, was founded on Facebook Lives. Like that's where it all started. All of our podcast episodes were originally recorded live. Maybe they didn't start live. I think I was too scared to start live, but there was a good chunk of time at the start of this show that everything was live. Anyways, there's that bonus content. It's totally free, but it's only in the Facebook group. We can't get it anywhere. I got kicked off Facebook last week. Yeah, my account got shut down. (laughs) That was fun for human trafficking. Yeah, I know, I know. You gotta love it. You gotta love eclipse season. You just never know where it's coming at you from. But um, I'm clearly not human trafficking. It was for our membership bones. I don't think Facebook likes the phrase living close to the bone or bones. That's what got me thrown off of Facebook and Instagram. (laughs) Anyways, so we can't really put this thing anywhere else right now. But if you would like to access it, just look on Facebook under groups for Sabrina Lynn Rewilding. You'll find it. Go up to the pinned posts and you'll see 
the live conversation. It's an hour long conversation. We go into that and we also go into how to support the energetics of this moment in time. So those were the two big explorations in that conversation. It's kind of just extra added little bonus to you all because I love our audio podcast community. All right, that's enough of an intro. I think I give a really good intro at the start of this new moon eclipse embodied astrology conversation. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. Rewilding astrology for April 30th, 2022. This is new moon. This is eclipse. This is Pluto going retrograde. This is Mercury just shifting into Gemini. This is Saturn squaring the nodes. It's Hecate on the north node. It's Hygieia opposite this sun moon conjunct in a new moon. It's sun moon conjunct. Hygieia, Kundalini goddess of miraculous healing and awakening, is opposing the new moon eclipse. And the new moon eclipse is conjunct Uranus in Taurus. <laughs> we have so much to go into today. So if you're new, Welcome! It's really great to be here with you. If you're not new, you'll know that this is not really astrology. For sure, we talk about those archetypal energies and we allow astrology to be a doorway into our inner world. But really, this is about our inner world and it's about... I'll be totally vulnerable with you here, totally transparent. <laughs> if I was facilitating a rewilding retreat for you right now, what are the doors that are open to your inner world? So if I've got a, a group, let's say there's 30 of us in a retreat together and it's the new moon eclipse and I know that this moment in time is potent, it's powerful, but what are the doors that are really open? Where can we get the biggest bang for our buck? Where in our inner world, our psyche, our emotional well-being, our destiny line, our soul, what kind of work can we do, inner explorations can we do to get the most out of this moment? That's what this is. That's what this is. So if you came here wanting to see a chart and me talk about some aspects, it's not going to happen. <laughs> if you came here wanting to go on some wild soul adventure into your inner world to find and uncover like your next greatest potentials, your hidden, hidden gifts, your soul's callings. You came to the right place. All right. That's enough of an intro. I would love to start with, let me feel, we'll start from new moon. So we'll start from new moon in Taurus. Let's talk about that energy, what that means for us and it being an eclipse. So if we're feeling into new moons, it's new chapter, it's new beginning. This is a solar eclipse, which adds to that energy. So it's very much about new starts. Um, it's an outward kind of an expression. So if you think of sun versus moon, you think sun is outward expression, moon as more inner world. So oftentimes we will perceive solar eclipses to be easier than lunar eclipses. We will perceive also north node eclipses, which is what this one is, 
to be easier. They're easier on the mind, they're easier on the psyche, they're easier on how our typically Western trained brains and beings are. We like <laughs> tangible, we like doing, we like moving forward. We like, it's, it's, it's kind of how most of us have been programmed, right? It's not true, but it's kind of what we've all bought into is I wanna see something tangible happening. I wanna be doing something. Um, I don't wanna be burrowing into my inner world. Not all of us are wired that way. I'm giving very broad brush strokes in this. So let's feel into these energies. It's a solar eclipse, a north node eclipse. North node is future visions, where we're headed, right? Comfortable, we like that. We've been trained from little kids to think about goals. What are you gonna be when you grow up? What's your five-year goal? What's your 10-year goal? This is something that's comfortable for our minds. Comfortable for our minds, typically. So we've got North Node Future Visions, We've got new moon, which is a new beginning. So like a fresh start for a future beginning in the sign of Taurus. Let's talk about Taurus. Taurus is also something that's tangible. It's an earth sign. It's uh, comforts of life. It's the tactile, it's the sensual, it's, it's like the body, it's being embodied. It's you know, like really being able to reach out and touch something. So if I'm creating a future vision in Taurus, which is where the North Node is right now, if I'm creating a future vision in Taurus and I'm, I'm, I'm aligning with that energy of Taurus, I'm really feeling into, dare I say, the things I would put on my vision board. It's, it's the tangible things versus if it was in a different sign, it could be, my future visions are more emotional based. My future visions are more spiritual based. This is my future visions are material based. There's nothing right or wrong with any of these. It's just kind of what the energy is, the flavor. So again, this is a comfortable thing for most of our psyches. This is territory that we know and love and have been well trained in of what do we want to manifest? What do we want to attract into our lives, create in our lives that is of like something I can touch, feel, sense, and taste? Now I know some of you are here going, come on, Sabrina, we talk so deeply and we go into spiritual realms and we go into energetic realms and we go into soul-centered focus practices. Like, why are we talking material? Don't worry, we will get there. North node destiny line. So I'm talking about the North node. Eclipses are always destined points. The reason it's an eclipse is because it's within a certain orb. I want to say it's 15 degrees of the nodes. That's when eclipses happen. So they are always lighting up our destiny line. Now destiny line goes way beyond material goods. Destiny line is soul purpose. Destiny line, I talked about this in our last astrology video. So if you wanna go back and watch that, we'll put a link up here, we'll put a link below, but it can give you a really good taste of walking this destiny line. I won't go into it here, I'll let you go back and watch it there where we dive deeper into it. But 
that destiny line is, it's really this, um, if I were going to listen to the deepest callings in my being, and I were going to, let's weave the material into this now, and I were going to, my soul wants to experience certain things, whether that be my soul in service to, my soul in love, giving love, receiving love, my soul experiencing some sort of a challenge, my soul having to grow into something, right? All of these things are like callings, their soul uh, desires, their soul <laughs> longings. But in Taurus, it's like, okay, if my soul is longing to experience something, how can the physical world support that? What are the physical things in the world, the material things in the world, the tangible things in the world that will support my soul's evolution, my soul's longings, my soul's desires, my soul's callings, my soul's whatever that deep, it's deep. These are deep inner callings. So if soul isn't a good word for you, you can go like inner truth or my deepest, my deepest callings. That's the energy of this moment. Here's the other beautiful, amazing thing. We might weave back into that in a second, but the other beautiful thing about this particular new moon eclipse on the 30th is that, <laughs> yes, it's this earthy, material, tangible Taurus, right? Yes, it's, it's, it's all of those things. It's conjunct Uranus. So it's conjunct Uranus. Uranus is the opposite of tangible. It is the opposite of physical. It is the opposite of material, dense, body, stuff, world, physical world, right? Uranus is high vibrational, kundalini energy, spiritual awakening energy, revolutionary newness energy. It's, it's, it, it will, it's like bringing in new technologies. Um, whether that be new spiritual technologies, new, I, I don't know, um, oh, energy technologies, new, just it brings in the new. That's, that's Uranus. Now Uranus is in Taurus for years. I think it's an eight year, I could be wrong about that, but I think it's an eight year cycle. I think Uranus is in Taurus until 2026 maybe, but if I'm wrong, you can leave a comment, just ignore total dates. My brain doesn't work like that while I'm doing embodied astrology videos. So, um, Uranus being conjunct this eclipse eclipses. Let's talk about eclipse energy really quickly. <laughs> I love facilitating an eclipse energy. I love running retreats on eclipse energy. We have a priestess training, priest, priestess training, teacher training program that starts on the eclipse. We have our monthly circle. I've been talking about that bones, living close to the bone. Our circle is on the first. It's in the eclipse energy, right? So I, I love facilitating an eclipse because it's a, um, what do I want to say? It's like supercharged, hypercharged. Like the air around us is, it just vibrates with a different electrical current. Now, you don't need to sense into that. Most of us can't sense into that. It's like a high vibrating spiritual awakening energy. At least that's the way that I work with it. It's, it's a very enlivening, enlightening, waking, awakening energy. And so 
it fuels, um, it fuels our evolution. Like it's, we're always evolving, right? Always, constantly we're evolving. But in eclipse season, it's like rocket fuel for evolution. So, and if you want to think about evolution, not in terms of, I, I don't know, uh, in terms of like super out there woo woo, you can go like we as humans are evolving. COVID made us evolve in ways. My brain is way different post COVID than it was pre COVID simply because of being on the internet all the time, not being in person. If we don't think that we're evolving and you don't have to say that it's evolving for the better, that's not my argument. It's just that we're changing. Who cares what our opinion is, if it's better or if it's worse? You look at younger generations, kids on screens all of the time. There is an evolution taking place in their nervous systems. Their brains are wired differently. Their nervous systems are wired differently than my 42-year-old nervous system and brain. And good or bad, whatever our opinion, that's our opinion of it, that's an evolution. We're changing. It's shifting. So... In eclipse energy, it's, it's this invitation to evolve quicker, to move quicker. And with it being a north node eclipse, it's, it's, a, it's a move faster. Also, this energy of, here's something to feel into. So just take a quick moment. I know I've been like, really going for it because I want to fit as much as I can into these conversations. But let's just take a moment to pause, digest everything that's been talked about. Now here's something to feel into. This moment in time, this new moon, this eclipse, this is all about the old collapsing. Just, just hear me out. I know you've been hearing that. If you've been listening to any astrology for any amount of time, like the last year, you will hear the old is collapsing. The old is collapsing. Old structures, old frameworks, old paradigms. The old is collapsing. But here's the other thing. This is what I want us to feel into or an invitation for you to feel into something at this moment in time. The new is already being created, right? It's already here. <laughs> so this is a wild thing to feel into. And if there was one thing that I would love to leave you with, it's that as the old is collapsing, parallel to that happening, old collapsing, old. And you think about this, let's get personal. I don't want to make this like big societal. You can go listen to other astrologers for, for all of that stuff, but I want to talk real personal. There are old ways of being that are crumbling in you. Old thought patterns, old habitual ways of being, old <laughs> ways of, in, in this world, old ways of healing, old ways of waking up, old ways of evolving, old ways of transmuting, old ways of alchemizing, old, old. There are old, the old is falling away old is falling away. You can make it super tangible. Old relationships, old work, old projects, old stuff in your house, old where you live, old homes, old just it's really allowing. So this is what will be so helpful during this new moon, this eclipse, this kind of portal that we're in, which will last for the next 
weeks, months, it will keep going, is to really consciously allow for what no longer fits to fall away. Knowing that simultaneously, here's it, like, I'm asking you to hold a lot or I'm inviting us to hold a lot, is simultaneously, parallel to the collapse, is, um, is this new ways are already being created within our being, new things in our lives are already being called in. Like we're at that moment. We were at a moment for so long where it was like, the old is falling, the old is falling. Call in the new, call in the new, call in the new, right? And you've been hearing me say that if you've been hanging out with me for a while, you will have heard me say that so much. But now it's the old is falling, the new is here. The new is here. We might not yet be totally conscious of it. It might not make sense to us, but it's here. It's here. So they're happening simultaneously. This is, this is the greatest thing that I can share with us during this eclipse, this new moon, <laughs> this moment in time. All right, let's just allow that to settle for a minute before I jump into the next wave of goodness in our embodied astrology. Something that you can do to support that that's really tangible. Throw, I shouldn't say throw old stuff out. Donate old stuff. Give old stuff away, right? Release it. Release it from your life. Release it from your life. And start to if you take a bird's eye view because sometimes we're too close to the we're too close it's too personal we cannot see so if you take a bird's eye view and you come out right out of being so close to it and you take this bird's eye view and you go what's looking new what's feeling new what am i what are my new passions what what are the new things that are lighting me up? This is a powerful question to ask yourself is to, instead of getting all heady about it, just drop into your heart, into your body and go, what lights me up right now? Not what lit me up last month or last year. What lights me up right now? And it can be so mundane, like, wow, wearing new color wardrobe lights me up. Like this color shirt lights me up. I don't know, this backdrop <laughs> lights me up. It can be super, super simple. It can also be really big. Like I'm creating a brand new program around relationships, around like that's so new. The doorways in, the way that this is coming through and being created is so new to me, right? And so it can be something that's a little bit more, I don't know, substantial, if you wanna even call it that. but. Just allowing yourself to feel what lights me up, what lights me up, what, where's the energy? I ask that question all the time. Where's the energy? Where's, where's the energy at? What's lighting me up? Where do, where's the juice? Where's, where's the juice? Like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Letting that, letting that guide, letting, it's almost like you're letting the life force in you guide. 
like a deeper wisdom where it's not coming from brain, mental, I should, or habitual thinking, I've always done this, this is what's comfortable. This is a time to get uncomfortable, to step into the uncomfortable, to jump off the cliff and let the wings open. You will never know if your wings are gonna open unless you jump off that cliff. It's Uranus conjunct this eclipse. This is insane. A new moon, new beginnings, eclipse energy. I like to think of eclipse energy. This is a really good um, phrase that I share often when I'm facilitating around eclipses is what's being eclipsed out of your life and what's being eclipsed into your life. What's being eclipsed out, what's being eclipsed in. It's, a, it's just this another kind of angle to look to look at things. There was another line that I wrote down about eclipses that I really liked. Um, where is it? I wanna see if I can see it. Oh yeah, 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 this was it. Um, it's, it's like a wake up call, eclipse energy, and, and especially with Uranus in there, it's like a wake up call. Um, like, uh, uh, it's something to get your attention. And, and Uranus is surprises, surprises. So here's another like, embodiment practice or just invitation to put yourself in a state of being to receive all the gifts that are here is <laughs> can I be open to hold on a second let me get these words right can I be open to surprising shifts surprising things coming into my life and surprising things being taken out of my life how open can I be to change we all say we want change. We all say, yeah, yes, Sabrina, I want deep transformation. Bullshit. Bullshit. You think you want deep transformation. And then the moment we start doing big inner alchemization or big transformation, you shit your pants, right? You don't feel safe. You don't feel like you have any control. You're so uncomfortable. Oh my God. The penguin wings are flapping. Um, that's a really weird inside joke to the rewilding community. That is so old. Um, how do I even explain that one? Anyways, just imagine you're having like a existential crisis because life is changing. You wanted it. It's what your soul wants. But you're literally like, bah! penguin flapping like, no, <laughs> no. Um, too fast, too furious, too new. The new is always uncomfortable. The new is always uncomfortable. And this is a moment in time where we've got this choice. It's, it's, it's such a potential. The potentials here are so enormous. And, so, and we've been being prepared for this for weeks. Like there's been a preparation, whether we're conscious of it or not, or in the energy of it, we're being prepared. And now is, is like the moment where the rubber hits the road. Um, and if we can be in this state of, uh, I am so aligned. I am so committed to my own inner truth. I am so committed to my soul's evolution that no matter what surprising events happen, no matter what comes into my life, what falls away from my life, no matter what lights me up, I'm gonna just head in that direction. It doesn't have to make sense. It does not have to make sense. One good thing about um, this eclipse energy is that Mercury is moving into Gemini. That is his home sign. That kind of allows him to be 
I want to say hypercharged is the word. There's a little bit of a caution here as I'm starting to talk about this a little bit more. There's a little bit of a caution, like yes, Mercury's in his home sign of Gemini. Yes, that's great. That's like mind is, you know, operating on, you know, full capacity. It's really going for it. But to not, not let it block deeper wisdom. So Mercury has this ability, he's the um, messenger of the gods. He can translate like every energy, every language, like he can translate Venusian language, Mars language, Saturnian language. He's messenger of the gods. But when he's in his home sign, he's so mercurial. He's so mental. And it means it's great because our brains will be operating really well, but it also brings about this kind of hazard when we're talking soul and we're talking soul purposes and soul callings and this like inner light, like where are we being called? Where, what lights me up? There's this hazard where we don't allow soul to speak because we're so mercurial. We're so just in the head. We're operating from neck up. So that's just a little caution to possibly put more practices into place that are like, what is my heart saying? What is my gut saying? What is my body wisdom saying? Let me listen deeper to um, life force. Like I said, let life force lead the way. Let me listen deeper. So we might feel really good. One thing that I do think offsets that a little bit, takes us deeper and gives us capacity to almost see from a soul standpoint is that during this new moon eclipse, Hecate, queen of the witches, um, oracle, seer, she's known as um, uh, crossroads. She has this capacity to see past, present, and future from a very deep, wise, witchy crone place. So if you feel into deep, wise crone, it's literally like you walk in and you ask for this wise, wise medicine woman to read your, read your palm, right? Or read your destiny cards or read your Akashic records. That aspect, she is on the North Node. Now, Hecate on the North Node is fucking stunning, right? Also because she's a dark goddess. So she has this, um, this, let me feel. Uh, for words, it's not that I can't feel her. Uh, she's she's loud, <laughs> but um, it's this shaman, right? Shaman, medicine woman, and it's this. I I want you in your fullness. I want you in your fullness, child. Your destiny is so much greater than you saw before. Dark goddesses have a capacity to see the shadow, not just shadow, shadow that we think of like what's hidden in the unconscious, all the trauma, all the shadow stuff, all the blocks, all the way, blah, blah, blah. The golden shadow, the golden shadow. When she's on the North Node, she's literally like staring with her oracle vision, her past, present, future, you know, queen of the crossroads vision. And she's just staring right at your golden shadow like right at it. And she's going, you have more. There's more to you. You are only living half, half life. 
There's a reason you don't feel fulfilled. There's a reason life, life isn't exciting for you right now. There's a reason you don't feel alive. There's a reason you have no energy. Get in alignment. Get in alignment with what's true. That's part of what Hecate brings. She brings many other things, but I won't go into that. If you want to dive deeper into that, do the Medicine Woman Workshop. It's under 50 bucks. We'll put a link up here, down below, Medicine Woman Workshop under Rewilding for Women. It'll take you right into Hecate. All right. So the other aspect that weaves off of Hecate that we talked about in the last astrology video. So again, I'll put links up here and below. If you want to dive a little bit further into this, we've also got some podcasts specific YouTube videos, podcasts on Hades, Pluto, the dark masculine, and the gifts of the dark masculine. But Pluto is stationing to go retrograde. All planets are direct right now. That's amazing. That's been amazing for forward movement, for outward expression. Pluto will be the first to go retrograde, which means Let's just say what that means for us on a personal level. It's like if, um, if everything was being expressed outward, it's like it comes back inward now. It's like a time, retrogrades are like all the re-words, reflection, um, re, realignment, revise, revisit, recalibrate. It's all of those sort of words. So you can feel. Pluto's the first one to go retrograde, and he goes retrograde the day before the eclipse happens. Now, we can start to feel it, because he's, he's an out-there planet, moves very slow, so we're, we're already feeling it weeks before, weeks after, a week before, a week after, definitely starts to intensify as it gets closer to the moment when he's considered to start his retrograde journey. But that's like <laughs> power. And it also is a little bit linked to what I was saying with Hecate of her saying, um, there's more to you. Here's what's hidden in the shadow. Pluto is shadow worker. Shadow worker. He is also power. He is our relationship to power. He will show us um, how healthy we are with power, how, where we source our power from. Are you sourcing your power from like the internal wellspring of authentic empowerment or are you sourcing it from outside yourself? Like I need the good opinion of others to feel power. I need a thousand likes on Instagram on my post in order to feel power. I need to disempower someone else in order to feel power in myself. I need to control everything around me in order to feel power. Where are we sourcing our power from? This is an enormous place to work around our own evolution, around our own um, moving, uh, moving into higher and higher states of consciousness, higher and higher states of awakeness, like that wake up and grow up. We've been talking about that. It's not just about waking up. Like, yeah, that's great. Yes, wake up. Yes, wake up more. Yes, yes, spiritual awakenings, but also growing up, maturing, growing up, right? So we can function in this world. It's also personal development alongside spiritual capacities, but also, you know, what, what, what are my power dynamics? Where am I whacked out in power with other people? 
Where am I whacked out in power with myself? What are the power plays? What are power dynamics? So power is something to look at in relation to the new. Everything's coming back to this new. The new is already here. It's parallel to the old falling away, right? It's parallel to the old falling away. And so you feel into the new and you go, okay, if I'm gonna bring in this new world for myself, literally a brand new world, you imagine that you're, you're stepping into a brand new world, brand new life, brand new relationships. It might even be like a 30 year marriage that you're in, but it's literally has capacity to be a brand new relationship. No joke, right? A career that you've had forever. It's not that we need to burn everything, although that's seemingly my preferred method. This is burnt ash burner, I have a nickname. Nickname, Ash Burner. I just love to ash, burn everything to ash and then start fresh. <laughs> it's one of those little things that I need to be aware of in myself, right? But you just feel into what's valid now, what still is the new, and where is it going? Where is it going? And think about Pluto, now that he's going revise, revisit, right? Renew, rejuvenate, reassess, reevaluate, power, power. And you can think about the things of power, sex, money, right? Those are representative of power, status, pow power, whatever. Where are you sourcing your power from? Can you source it more and more from like soul source sense of power, life force sense of power, inner, inner sense of authority, my inner sense of authority, my inner power. This way, it doesn't matter what the heck's going on around me, I am empowered from someplace other than your opinion. I'm empowered from someplace other than the weather fucking changing. I'm empowered from someplace other than losing my job. I'm still, I'm fine. I'm actually fine. I'm fine. Imagine life from that place, right? That's part of waking up and growing up. Part of waking up and growing up. Okay, so I think I've touched. Oh, I wanna talk about one last aspect. Here's like the one that my nose is itchy today. There's two aspects, sorry. Two little aspects that I wanna talk about today. And these are grace bombs. Like glorious grace bombs. They're gifts to this eclipse. I don't see this eclipse as being a tough one. I really don't. I see it as if we just turn the radio dial, right? Where we're focused on what we're, where consciousness goes, energy flows, right? So where, what I'm bringing my awareness to and my energy to. And if I can turn that dial and I can bring it to, there's a lot of possibility here. I'm stepping into the new and there's a lot of potential here for me to really manifest what my soul is desiring what my deep inner world is desiring. Like manifest, yeah, the material, manifest the relationships, manifest exactly what it is that my soul is longing for. If I can stay in that, there is grace galore. Grace galore. We've got to be okay with letting go though. We've got to be okay with letting go. We've got to be okay with change. With change, and sometimes with change, it's a death. Change is a death for a rebirth. We say, oh, new chapter, that's great. Well, the last chapter had to end. Like it had to end. We sometimes think that that's just so horrific, right? We, we're so horrible with death. Like we are ridiculously horrible, most of us with death. We've done zero, um, zero embracing, embodying, expressing, and loving death and just really honoring 
that it is part of the birth, life, death process. <laughs> like, how did we miss the last one? I don't know. Anyways, um, Pluto is also a lot about death and rebirth. Death and rebirth, death and rebirth. The phoenix, right? The phoenix ash and then comes rising. Someone was saying to me, <laughs> Something about like, oh, Sabrina, you're in the phase of like the phoenix rising. What the heck was it? I was like, no, nah. oh yeah, it goes back to the penguin flapping. <laughs> this is what it was. So I was like, oh, Sabrina, because so much has been just obliterated in rewilding and in my personal life and has been let go of and been in the transmuting, the transforming into the stepping into the new is letting go of the old. And someone said to me, oh, you're at the stage where, you know, the phoenix is rising and you're, you know, now you're rising. And I'm like, oh, hell no. Like, I'm dancing around the ashes, flapping like a penguin, like, bah, bah. <laughs> so I have no idea if that analogy helps you at all or if it was just really funny to look at me flapping my arms like I'm a fucking penguin. It's all for your entertainment. It's all just for your entertainment. Okay. Let me finish talking about these glorious aspects. When we stay focused on the potential and the possibility of this moment, there's also Hygieia. Hygieia, Kundalini goddess of miraculous awakening. If you've worked with me in almost any rewilding for women retreat, we will work with that archetypal energy as an archetype, a goddess, a, an energy that awakens our spiritual power, it's our spiritual power, awakens our life force, awakens um, the feminine wisdom principles within us. Hygieia is miraculous at that. Um, very linked to, you know, kundalini rising, kundalini rising. I've talked about this too in previous podcasts. We'll put a link up above and below for any, um, any podcasts on Hygieia. Also, you can feel into Hygieia in the free masterclass of Six Faces. Pretty confident. Um, you'll get a sense of her when you go through the six different faces of the divine feminine. So if that feminine wisdom sparked anything like awakening feminine wisdom and feminine spiritual essence and divine feminine energy, what? Go do the masterclass. It's free. You get to go into all six faces. It's beautiful. It's 90 minutes. We'll put a link below and, and above here too. So um, feeling into Hygieia, it's like Uranus, right? Uranus is conjunct this new moon, Hygieia is opposing this new moon. So we're literally, and then that's like kind of lined up with the destiny line with North Node, South Node. That's why it's considered a North Node eclipse. All that's kind of lined up. Uranus is top down, top down spiritual awakening, top down um, revolution into the new, top down waking up, wake up, wake up, wake up, grow up, grow up, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, right? Like high vibrational energy, top down. Hygieia is bottom up <laughs> and she's opposing. This is just too good. This is just too good. Like, oh, if we miss one, <laughs> right? The other one's gonna come from the other angle. She'll be like, oh, hey, PS. By the way, when we have the, the rise of that energy, that essence, that um, a lot of traditions will refer to it as divine feminine. When we have the rise or the waking up of that in our system, we can embody more light. We can embody more grace. We can embody more of our divinity, more spiritual essence. We can embody it. So it's beautiful that they're both there, right? That she's there like, and because it's, it's in Taurus, Uranus is in Taurus, everything's in Taurus, it's asking. 
embody, embody more and more light, embody more and more grace, embody more and more divinity. This is another aspect of evolution. Just human consciousness is evolving. Human consciousness is evolving. Um, and so it's, Hygieia gives us, you know, she wakes up the whole body and goes, you can hold, embrace, express more grace. You are a channel for grace. You are a channel for grace. That's part of another aspect of what Hygieia opens us up to. Also, miraculous healing with Hygieia. She works with life force directly, like our capacity to heal. Heal anything. The psyche, emotional blocks, heal real physical, dense old things in our body, just like that. Heal karmic imprints, heal family patterning, heal family trauma, generational trauma that we're carrying around. Boom, 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 boom. That's Hygieia. And it's just like, whoop, it's not this puking in a bucket for a week, like deep, dark, grungy, releasing, processing, wah. And that's really beautiful work too. I am absolutely not against that at all. We all know that I go into that stuff, but Hygieia just works differently. Just works differently. Uh, okay, so the other final aspect that I'll just touch on, we have been talking forever <laughs> about this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces. Well now, during this eclipse, Venus is perfectly conjunct Jupiter. And that's just like love, right? Venus, Venusian, goddess of love, beauty, sensuality. It just brings me into my body in another way. Also very Taurian. So Taurus, Taurian, the pleasures of the body, right? That's Venus with Jupiter expanding that. Venus is also about material, can be about material, um, material pleasures, things that bring us joy in the material world. And again, without judgment, without judgment, just go, if that's what lights up my soul and if that's what's part of my soul's journey is to feel is to is to feel the sensations on my skin is to eat a bar of chocolate and that brings me opens my body i'm more loving i'm more loving and i'm expanding and i'm evolving into my next best self my next greatest life like why would i deny myself the pleasures of the body. Why would I deny myself the pleasures of this world? As long as it's aligned with that destiny line, that soul's evolution, why would I deny it? Sometimes I watch us sabotage our soul's evolution because we think we need to take a path of an, an aesthetic, a path of a hermit, a path of a, you know, I wanna say the word nunk. Is that the right word, nunk? I don't even know if that's the right word. Anyways, like cut off your sexual parts in order to evolve spiritually. And I sometimes see that that's not someone's genuine path. It's not someone's genuine path to go live in a cave and meditate into the void, into nothingness all of the time. It's not. Their actual greatest soul's expression, greatest evolution, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, like their greatest, their truest truth truest truth is to is to not re renounce everything it's to actually divinize everything it's to divinize their relationship to everything it's to divinize sexuality it's to divinize the pleasures of the body not gluttonous not any of that but it's 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 just part of the evolution that's also the feminine way 
That's also the is embodied. It's embodied. It's divinity is in my body. It's through my body. It's in the whole of everything. It's in the whole. I don't. I don't deny the body. I don't deny pleasure. I don't deny my sexuality. Right to to go to higher heights. It's right here. It's all right here. It's right here. Right here. That's um, kind of a little flavor of what's on offer in that Neptune, Jupiter, Venus conjunction going on. Um, that's also something you can explore in the lover workshop. So if you're like, whoa, Sabrina, that just hit me hard. Remember how I mentioned medicine woman is great for Hecate. The lover workshop, again, it's under 50 bucks. That workshop is great for sacred lover, for what we just spoke about. So if there's anything that's like um, vibrating or resonating with you, like, whoa, there's something there for me, you might wanna check it out. You might wanna check it out. Also, if you wanna work with eclipse energy specifically, we will be doing that in our monthly membership in the group that works live with me every month on the first. Like I said, I said to you before, I love working in eclipse energy because it's so fucking potent. And I have a teacher training. Our teacher training program is starting and there's also a monthly live circle that gets together on the first. Those doors are open. So those doors are open. They're still open. If you heard me in the last previous videos, I've been talking about the doors being open. They're open. So if you're like, whoa, okay. I get it, I'm suddenly feeling it. I wanna work with what's being eclipsed out of my life, what's being eclipsed into my life. I wanna work in the practices, in the energy, and I really wanna do something about this. Join us, join us for the month, come try it out. Like you have nothing to lose. You can always, you can always like end, end your membership at any point, but come, come get all the bonus workshops, come do the eclipse workshop and see what it's like, see what it's like. All right. Um, I am sending you so much love for this eclipse, so much love for this new moon, uh, and I will see you when I see you, where I see you, and how I see you. Mwah.